0: well here sean is having the time of his life quarterback at colorado and probably the quarterback of today's video the triax nfl season preview mate i'm absolutely ecstatic the studio dip
1: was that espn telecast welcome yeah, you, you seemed a bit more natural than big Sergio did when, when he did that little uh, cross during Monday Night Football many years ago, but yeah, it's uh, the, the eve of the NFL season is almost upon us, which is always an exciting time uh, for me, and uh, I guess for you as well, Rob?
0: Oh, mate, it is. And the highlight of my time watching the NFL is always when John Gruden was in the commentary uh, booth, and... Uh, Anytime he got the chance to analyze a Spider 2 wide banana playmate, <laughs> it was just absolute poetry emotion. So, mate, I, I live for it. I live for this time of year, mate. The weather gets warmer. There's a few horses running around the racetrack, and then we can watch some NFL, which is beautiful.
1: Yeah, the, uh, the Monday night football uh, commentary team has taken a bit of a hit and hasn't quite reached the heights that it was at um, when big Johnny Gruden was was at the helm, but I guess we've always got the uh, what is it, Gruden's QB camp videos? Yeah, QB camp.
0: Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> exactly. Oh, actually, I do. Where's my visor? What if I wonder if I've got my visor here. I do. Hold on, I'll get my visor.
1: Gee, this will be interesting. Rob, big uh, proponent of the visor, which Johnny Gruden also tends to wear.
0: Yeah, uh, Gruden, Yeah, he has that association, whatever the QB association is called that he wears when he does the QB camp. So anyway, let's get on. With it. Let's get stuck into our season predictions, Johnny. Because I don't think we should muck around with this. Because you know, there's a fair bit we've got to get through, isn't there? There
1: is. There's lots, we've a lot. We've got a lot of a lot of our predictions on the table here. So um, we're going to rank both AFC and NFC playoff teams. We reckon will make it, and then some of the the season awards as well. Beautiful. And I should declare
0: this early is. Like NFL, I really like and am and interested in, but I don't have the same depth of knowledge as what I do towards basketball in the NBA. So Sean is the resident NFL guy at Triax, so he is probably the man you need to take a little bit more court on our caution of, but you need to take a little bit more of what he says rather than me.
1: Gee, I don't know, based based on some of the um, the multis that I put on on a Sunday night, <laughs> I, I don't know if you can take my <laughs> advice too too strongly, but. Um. Yeah, we'll see how we go. The NFL season, is always very, always throws a few spanners in the works, I reckon.
0: Yeah, it does. And you know what? So this is the rule I've learned with NFL multis. Never bet in the first two weeks. I just don't, I reckon that is actually the most textbook definition of gambling is trying to back NFL multis in the first week. I reckon it's absolutely ridiculous. I've learned the hard way for the past three years.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's always upsets galore, isn't it?
0: Yeah, he absolutely. Is. So whatever you think's gonna happen, I reckon it's
1: back the opposite.
0: So there you go. Anyway, let's get stuck into it. All right, do you want to do you wanna kick us off, Shawnee?
1: Let's go. You're the man. All right. So we'll, we'll kick off with the uh the AFC. So number one, I've got Kansas City. I think that's uh, a no-brainer. Uh yep. number two, Buffalo. I think they'll have another strong year. Um yep. number three, the Tennessee Titans. So Ooh, I reckon okay. they'll take out the uh, the AFC South. I reckon it's a pretty weak division to be honest. Um, Jacksonville and Houston will be no good. Um, the Colts got a good team, but I think some issues at quarterback might hurt yep. them. Uh, yep. Number four, the Cleveland Browns. So I think okay. they'll they'll take that next step and win the division. Um, in a very strong division, mind you. Mm. Uh, number five. The New England Patriots. Oh, so I think.
0: Oh no. Oh, what?
1: So I think now. Uh, full, full disclosure, I am a big uh, Patriots fan. Oh, um, we? I think, but on the back of some big off-season acquisitions um, and Mac Jones at quarterback, I reckon there's going to be a bit more, um, bit more happening on the offensive side of the ball and on top of an already very strong defense. So number five for me. Uh, number six, the Los Angeles Chargers. I reckon Justin Herbert um, had a very good rookie year. He's going to be even better um, this season. And they've brought a new coach on board who has a defensive mindset. So I think um, that'll that'll help round them out. And then number seven, uh, rounding it out, will be the Baltimore Ravens. So... Ravens very good team. Lost their starting running back just a week ago, but I still think um, Lamar Jackson and a very good defense. Uh, We'll still get them them into the playoffs. How about you,
0: Yeah,
1: I will give you, first of all, the Patriots,
0: they were going to feature somewhere in controversial fashion in this uh, preview and started with them playing in the playoffs. So that's uh, that's an interesting start. I won't say too much because I haven't given mine yet, so I'll start off. Number one is the Kansas City Chiefs. I think, obviously, they would be the benchmark in the AFC at the moment. So, we'll go with them. No surprises. Number two, also following Shawnee, I've got the Buffalo Bills as well. They are not just a good ice cream. They are a good team as well. So, you know, they should do all right. Three, I've gone completely different here. This is where I think the, the points of difference start. i have mean, with the Baltimore Ravens at three, which is very interesting. I think I'm a bit of a Lamar Jackson fan and the defense, which, which Sean alluded to. Number four, I've got the Colts as the winners of the AFC South. (laughs) I am a massive Colts fan, and I absolutely love Chris Ballard and the way he puts the team together. And I think the Colts' defense is highly underrated, and I think it will come through this year with a couple of nice draft picks as well, how much talent they've got on the defensive side of the ball. And obviously, I think Carson Wentz will prove a lot of people wrong. So we'll we'll go with that. And then at the fifth spot, we'll have the Titans as well. They'll sneak in there. Off the back of the Colts, you know, rolling through the AFC South. And then the, uh, the Cleveland Browns as well, the sixth spot. And rounding it out, I've got the Finns. Go Fins! Oh, the Dolphins. The Miami, the Miami Dolphins as well. So the Dolphins was, one, was, was always one team I would put in my multi and somehow it would just capitulate. So I hope <laughs> that they don't stuff this for me here. But
1: there you go. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about the Dolphins. I don't, I don't rate Tua that much. Okay. I think he's, right. he struggles a little bit as a as a passer, and then um, offensively they got yeah some some struggles on the back of that. I think they don't really have Miles Gaskin as a running back, but I don't think um, you know he provides in terms of you know a run run game as a whole. I don't think he he gets it done, and they don't really have any, anyone behind him, um, and even their offensive weapons aren't that great. Devonte Parker is is okay, but He's dropped off a little bit. He's pretty up and down. Mike Kosicki, he can he can be pretty up and down as well. So mm-hmm. but they did draft Jalen Waddle. So um big Alabama receiver. So maybe that'll help mm. to it out. Absolutely. Well, mate, as we all, as we know, when you work in any team sport, everybody
0: looks good in the preseason. Everybody's having the best preseason of their life. So <laughs> you never really know what's gonna happen until yeah, this is true. the uh, the whips start to crack. So don't run them off just yet, but no, that's a good start. I don't think there's too many controversies though between each, except maybe yours with the Patriots. But you know, we'll, I'll move past that one. <laughs> oh, mate, I'm, we could
1: we can we can talk to the to the cows come about our our selections of the Patriots and the Colts. There, I probably are Probably, <laughs> yeah. probably yeah. both a little uh, a little biased.
0: <clears throat> All right, well, and let's go to the NFC then. We're both impartial here, so maybe this will be a bit more of a fair indication as to what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, the NFC I found very tough. Yeah, is, I think it? I yeah. think choosing the teams wasn't too bad, but the order in which they they sit. Yes, yeah, um, yeah, had me scratching my head a little bit. But I've I, I had an initial ranking, and then I've sort of reshuffled a few things. So I think yeah. number one, uh, will be Tampa Bay. So yep, Super Bowl champs um, on the back of their defense, they'll they'll win a lot of games again. Um, Tom Brady, another year older, but. I think they've got um, some good offensive weapons Mm. and a decent running game as well that they can lean on, Um, which in in the event that he does drop off a bit, um, it won't be the end of the world. Number two, I had Green Bay. Now, a bit of controversy around Green Mm. Bay in the offseason with Aaron Rodgers sort of throwing the toys out of the cot, but um, I think they'll still have a strong year. Number three, uh, the Rams. Um, Matthew Stafford, good acquisition for them. I think they needed a yep. good, uh, good veteran quarterback to get them over the line. Very good defense, good offensive weapons. Um, number four, I got the Dallas Cowboys. So oh, okay. I think it's a pretty, pretty weak division. The NFC East. Dak Prescott coming back. Hopefully, he can he can bounce back because he was in good form before he um, got injured last year. Yeah. Um, number five. Seattle, big Pete Carroll at the helm. I think Seattle always has a good year. Number six, I've gone with yep. the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, okay. So I think All right. Kyler Murray had a very good yep. year last year and they sort of dropped off towards the end of the year, but I think they're going to have another good year this year. Um, okay. JJ Watt on defense now as well. I don't. I think he's, he's past his prime, but I think he'll help him out um a fair bit. you like it, okay. Not bad, mate. And number 7, this is probably the the toughest yes. one I was yeah. tossing up yeah. I was tossing up between a few teams. I had the Vikings yeah. in mind, I had Yeah. 49ers in mind, um but I've gone with the Washington football team. The name Oh, was, okay. The the team without a nickname. So,
0: um Hey, but didn't you say the NFC e, N, are they NFC, East? yeah, they are, mate. Then you just said they were the weakest division and you've got two of the teams in there.
1: Yeah, well, I think that on, like, I think that both Dallas and Washington, they'll have yeah. similar records.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But I think that that number seven spot, um, like, I, I don't think Philly will be any good. I don't think the Giants will be any good. I think that number seven spot will come down to the Y between, um, yeah, Washington, Minnesota, and San Francisco. Potentially okay. New, Orleans, New Orleans as well, though, depends yeah. on how Jameis Winston goes. But by his track record, I don't think that he will um, make that team good enough.
0: Okay. Interesting. I right, know. Eh? Very good. So he's gone from saying one of the weakest divisions in football, they have two teams representing <laughs> representing the, the division within the playoffs. There you go. Okay. Well, we'll uh, I'll kick it off then, Shawnee. Uh, number one, NFC, we have the Tampa Bay Bucks. Business as usual there. don't really need to say too much about that. Number two, I've gone the Rams. Similar thought process to what you said. I think they've got a few complementary complimentary pieces there now. So, we'll see how we go there. Number three, I put the Packers. So, obviously, the order of these is hard to sort of figure out. Like, you can sort of get the top four teams, but then you're sort of – it's hard to sort of place where they're going to go, but – uh, Green Bay Rodgers. And then number four, I went with the Washington football team. So I think they will win that division. And then similar, the back end here is pretty tricky. So fifth place, I was similar to you, went to the Seahawks, Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll. Obviously, they just rock up every year and always competitive. So yep. they were an, easy, uh, an easier selection. Then the six, uh, number six, I went with the 49ers. So they've got a few interesting decisions ahead of them coming up throughout the season. So uh, they've got enough talent there to do something, you know, in the playoffs. So I'm gonna put them in there. Yeah. I've again though, these, these last couple of picks, I don't know.
1: I've been seeing a lot of a lot of people choosing the 49ers as a, as a potential Super Bowl team. Yes, yes. I've seen. That I, too. Yes, I have. I I don't I don't really follow it or understand it, to be honest. I think that obviously only two years removed from a Super Bowl appearance, but I think mm. that the quarterback situation um, leaves a lot to be desired. I think Jimmy G has shown he's probably not going to get it done. And Trey Lance hasn't played a game of football in over a year, pretty much, um, mm. out of a small school, North Dakota State. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm just not sure how that's going to go. They're very good defen like very good defensively. Um yeah, they a are. Good, got a good um, group of running backs, good offensive line, but the the passing game offensively, I don't know if that's um, gonna be good enough. But interesting.
0: You know what's again, it's fascinating, mate. If Jimmy G was still on the Patriots, mate, he would probably still be the greatest thing since Tom Brady. But because he's gone and you don't care about him, you shipped him off.
1: Then all of a sudden, he's no good. He's
0: this, he's that. Mate, hey. I'm a
1: Jimmy G fan. I like Jimmy G, but I think he's shown that he is a game manager at best. G's a good-looking bloke, though. Like, that's the thing. If you're in a bar with, if
0: you're in a bar with Jimmy Garoppolo, leave and go somewhere else because <laughs> all the attention's going to be on him.
1: So, mate, maybe that's why he's, he gets so much credit.
0: Oh, maybe yeah, maybe that's true. Anyway, have I finished this list yet? I, still, I think I still have no, something somewhere to go seven, here. Uh, number seven, I went for. I was similar to you, mate. Like it's very tough these last couple of teams. I went the Vikings as well. That's but that's without any confidence at all because, as you said, there's a few different teams you could throw in there. But I just thought they were the ones I had to go with. So again, there's no real rhyme or reason with that. It was just that who was seeing who was left there. Like the the Saints were one that I was tossing up. the um to, to chuck them in, but I decided with the Vikings. So yeah. Again, mate, not much real confidence in that.
1: Mate, well the at the start of an NFL season, you could throw mm. darts at a dartboard and yeah. no matter where it lands, you could be right. You could be wrong. So tough to Absolutely. pick Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well we've done that. So why
0: don't we move on to the Super Bowl matchups? You just alluded to it about the 49ers getting some love in this department, but who do you at?
1: If I'm honest the, the first the first matchup that comes to mind is Kansas City and Tampa Bay, but that's not very interesting, yep. is it? So <laughs>
0: okay, yeah. yeah,
1: Um, because like looking looking at the NFC teams, I can't see a clear standout. So yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with with Tampa. Um, I think. Okay. I think the Rams. I nearly picked the Rams, but I think that. Um. Tampa just overall better team. Um, okay. But then on, yep. on the AFC side of things, I've gone with Buffalo. So I've, Buffalo... Oh, okay, right. right. The yeah. Bay yeah. matchup. Yep. So, so
0: Buffalo Buffalo is a, a sort of an in-vogue pick for a lot of people. Why do you reckon Buffalo? Is this because of the rifle arm of the quarterback? Or
1: Yeah, I think just taking that next step, I think, I think Josh Allen shows yeah. that he's getting more confident year by year. Um, offensively, they've got plenty of weapons. I think defensively is probably the, the big question mark around them. Mm. But yeah. a bit behind like Tredavious White, they don't really have um, a, a strong cornerback group. Um, okay. But yeah, I think just, just as an upset, really, I think that um, they might be one that can make that next step. And I think a matchup, like Buffalo against uh, Tampa would be very interesting. I nearly picked the yeah, Browns okay. as well. I thought maybe they could mm. potentially be a team. It's yeah. Like- Interesting. Okay. Would you go? Yeah, the yeah.
0: All right. So mine's probably not as sexy. I reckon the pick, although I would really want to put my Colts in there. I thought I should be a bit more, <laughs> a bit more realistic. Maybe, but the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Green Bay Packers. So, after the off-season that the Packers and, and Rodgers have had, I think that there's something in the water in Green Bay that maybe he might feature at the the biggest game of the year. And then, obviously, Kansas City, like I just can't go past him, really. So, that's probably the reasoning behind the two of them there, mate. Again, though, like, like you said, though, the NFC, there's a lot of teams there that could quite easily be in that slot. So, that's without any real conviction, I'd say.
1: It would certainly make for an interesting storyline if Green Bay were to, oh, to make it and win it the, the following yes. the following off with, Oh, um... absolutely!
0: All right, all right. Let me put it to this way, mate. Rogers gets injured middle of the year. Jordan Love comes in, gets him to the championship game. Rogers is available for the Super Bowl. What happens, mate? That would be the biggest story in sports, wouldn't it?
1: Well, mate, that's essentially what happened with uh, Tom Brady and Drew Bledsoe back in the day. Yes,
0: well, yeah, that's true, yep. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I think you'd probably have to stick with Jordan Love.
0: Okay, interesting. Yeah, geez, that would be fascinating. That would Particularly be because abs- I think yeah. Green
1: Bay would know that Rogers is walking out the door. Yeah, yep. So, yeah, well, that's
0: true, yeah. All right, here we go then, Shawnee. All right, so now for our individual awards, this has always got a bit of variation. So why don't you kick us off, Shawnee, with your offensive MVP, actually? Sorry, MVP awards. Good start at the top. MVP.
1: MVP. Um pretty boring pick, Patrick Mahomes, I think. Yeah. He leads if he leads the Chiefs to the number one seed in the AFC, then you mm. can probably hand it straight to him.
0: Yep. Yeah, and uh, mate, I'm in agreement with you there. I don't think you can go past him. I was trying to think of some other candidates for it, but there wasn't really one that would jump out to the same magnitude. So Patrick Mahomes for me too.
1: Yeah. I think like Josh, Josh Allen could be a chance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Aaron Rodgers is always going to be a chance. Um, other than that, like it's pretty much a, a quarterback award, isn't it? Unless you have an absolutely yeah, outstanding yeah. year as. Um, yeah. Mate, know, it's runner. like the
0: brand. It's, Mate, sorry, sorry, it's like the brown low for midfielders in the AFL. Yeah. Isn't it? That's what it's like.
1: Yeah, You would need to have a very, very good year and the quarterbacks would need to have down years, I think. Like, Derek Henry rushed for 2,000 yards last year and he, I don't think, got a sniff in the MVP voting. So, it's interesting. Yeah.
0: Who was was the last non-quarterback to win the MVP?
1: Uh, Adrian Peterson, I reckon.
0: Oh, what well, it would have been, too, the absolute running back machine. Was that when he was at the Vikings?
1: Yeah. I think that was the year after he did his ACL as well.
0: Yeah, right. Because he was, like, rushing for 100 yards a game every game, year, wasn't he?
1: Yeah. I think it was, yeah, I think it was Peterson. Yeah, sure was. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, good gear. 13. Absolutely. And then yeah, 13. 2012. Yeah, 13 was Manning.
0: Yeah. Uh, before that, it was LaDania Tomlinson. LaDania Tomlinson.
1: I reckon Sean Alexander won it the year before Thomas yes. as well. Yeah, he did. Yep, sure Two thousand five. Yep, very good. Sean Brady two thousand seven. Yep. Manning two thousand eight. Yep. Manning two thousand nine. <laughs> yes. Uh, Brady twenty ten. <laughs> yes. Twenty
0: eleven.
1: Oh, Rogers. Rogers of
0: twenty eleven. Yes. Yes. Peterson, so Peterson 20-
1: twelve. Yeah. Um, Manning twenty thirteen. <laughs> yes. Twenty fourteen. Rogers. Yes. 2015, Cam Newton. Yes. 2016, Matt Ryan. 2017, Tom
0: Brady. Yes.
1: 2018. 2018. It wasn't... 2019 was Mahomes.
0: 2018. So, was
1: 2019 Mahomes? Do you want to lock that in? No, 2018 was Mahomes. Yes. 2019... 2019, 2019. Come on. Last surely. year was, was Rodgers. Because well, I'm trying to think who won yeah, the... Last year was Rodgers, yeah. Yeah, because the, yeah, the Chiefs won the Super
0: they, Bowl. In yeah, this boy yeah, didn't, didn't win the Super Bowl. He was basically the the talk of the league this year. <laughs> Mate, you basically named the NFL MVPs from 2005 onwards.
1: Mate, I so, going, I reckon.
0: 2019, mate. Come 2019. on, 19. Mm. Mate, you got one? You can do this.
1: Uh, do I give you a clue? Nah, well, no, well, I know it has to be a quarterback. Yes, oh, Lamar Jackson.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: There, oh, there it is. on, right, mate, see, that's big for me, eh? so
0: that's outstanding.
1: 2004 was Peyton Manning, I reckon.
0: Yep.
1: In 2003? No. Yep. The air joint,
0: yeah. though. Someone else wanted with him. Yeah. Another remember. quarterback.
1: Another quarterback. You think oh, that was uh, air? Yeah.
0: Air? Air? Yeah. Air? No, I don't know. Air McNair.
1: Steve McNair. Ah, Steve yeah,
0: that's right. yeah. 2002 yeah. was retired. <laughs> yes.
1: 2001. Kurt Warner? Yes. <laughs>
0: 1999,
1: I reckon, it was Kurt Warner as well. Yeah, it was. Yep. 2000. Don't know, 2000. Marshall Falk. Marshall Falk.
0: Sweet. All right, mate. Well, your knowledge of NFL is absolutely outstanding after that.
1: So, why don't you give us offensive and defensive players of the year? Uh, offensive player of the year. I've gone with Christian McCaffrey and I... Very much yep. hope this comes true because I've just drafted him uh, in my fantasy <laughs> league. So yep. hoping, hoping for a big year from um, young Christian and yep. defensive player of the year. I've gone Chase Young. Okay.
0: So yes. Right. Only a second Football
1: year. Team. Yeah. And only a second year player um, coming off the defensive rookie of the year award. But yep. Um, I was tossing up between him and TJ Watt. Mm,
0: okay. Interesting. So. All right. Interesting. Well, I, similar to you, offensively went McCaffrey as well. That was an easier pick. And then defensive uh, player I went for Miles Garrett. I reckon he oh, will yes. be the sack artist this year. So I think he is probably going to be the force to be reckoned with on that edge. So mm, that's what I reckon, mate.
1: Hopefully he doesn't start swinging helmets at anyone uh, this no. year, but and he'll be, and he'll be good to go. Oh,
0: boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we go to the rookie versions of those awards? Actually, I'll start this one. Offensive, Zach Wilson from the Jets. I reckon he's going to be the quarterback they wanted and they need. So, I think he will do a very good job in New York. Broadway Wilson. I don't know whether they're still using that nickname. It's the Broadway Broadway Baker. <laughs> and then defensive, I've gone out of the box. I've gone for Quitty Pay, the Colts' first draft choice. I reckon he's a wrecking ball on the edge. So I've watched all of him. I've watched him all preseason games. I think he is going to be a handful for a lot of uh, interior, uh, exterior, offensive linemen. So it's a bit of a, a pick from left field, but I think a lot of people are sleeping on this guy. So I reckon he'll get a few sacks for Indy.
1: Interesting. I can't. I can't say I'm familiar with him, Rob. So I'll. I'll well, he's a word bull.
0: He's a raging bull. He is the next Robert Mathers or Dwight Freeney of the Indianapolis <laughs> <New laughs> Colts. So there you go. Yeah, watch out for him.
1: <laughs> yeah, righto. Um, for what me, you, yeah. For me, I had offensive rookie of the year, Mac Jones. I think he's going to lead oh, the yes. Patriots to a playoff, yes. to a playoff berth um, in his rookie year, and I think he's going. Well, to... that makes
0: that makes sense because you have got them in the playoffs, so they need to get there somehow, don't they?
1: Yeah, I think I think if that does uh, come to fruition, then he's a very good chance. Okay. Um, defensive rookie um, Micah Parsons, so linebacker. No, from... linebacker. From the Cowboys, I think um, he's going to run around the field and rack up tackles and, and look good that way. So, I think that usually gets some some votes.
0: Interesting. I can't argue with those selections. Oh, well, offensive Rookie of the Year. Well, I can't really argue with that because he's going to be a starting quarterback from day one. So, you can't really argue against that. So, interesting to see how that pays off, Shawnee. Now, the last but not least for our preview is Coach of the Year. I'll again kick us off. This will be Frank Wright, the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. I really love this guy and the way he goes about it. team seems to love him as well. And I feel like with the, a fit and healthy Carson Wentz, which I know has a lot of doubt associated with that at this time, I reckon they can do some big things this year and that will be off the back of some Frank Reich play calling. So I think if they win the AFC South, then I think he's a red-hot chance of being coach of the year.
1: Yeah, I think Coach of the Year award you never they never seem to award it to um, the the coach of the team that's the number one or number two seed. Yeah, unless yeah, they've yeah. unless they've come out of left field, mm. um, then I think they rarely get awarded it. It's almost like the most improved team. Yeah, well, that's because, what I was
0: gonna say. It's like a proxy award for the most improved team, isn't
1: it? Yeah. So, um, mm. so yeah. So I think because of that, that Bill Belichick is going to win Coach of the Year. <laughs> oh boy well yeah well that's
0: pretty good Shawnee that's good mate it's taken so a turn I here, think,
1: it?
0: yeah it has taken a turn but it's a perfect segue so that was a, a pretty good it was a pretty good preview I reckon Sean that wasn't too bad there's not as much bias there as what I thought there would be I think from both sides <laughs> so not too bad from that front but that will uh, conclude our recap from here so Thank you very much for the tuning in if you've got, you got this far. We uh, really appreciate it. And hopefully you can come back in six months' time and see how close or how far away we were. And I think the most impressive thing from this episode has been Sean and his knowledge of NFL MVPs dating back for the basically the past 20 seasons. So well done to you, Sean.
1: Yeah, Thanks, thanks Rob. Thanks very much.
0: No, all good, mate. No <laughs> problems at all. all right, if only you were that good with your multis, mate. You know, factually factually useless information like that won't bring home the bacon, but well done.
1: Yeah, reciting (laughs) reciting history doesn't really bring home the bacon, does it? No, it doesn't. But hopefully I'll be reciting some way on this year when the Colts take the trophy. But
0: that's all we've got time for in this episode of the podcast. So thanks very much, Sean, for tuning in. Uh, You've been spectacular. Yeah, no worries. Thanks, Rob. Uh, all good, mate. We haven't seen you for a while on the podcast, so thank you very much. Uh, if you liked, if you liked today's episode, please consider liking and subscribing to the channel. It would really mean a lot. And on behalf of Sean, myself, Damon, and John Gruden, we'll uh, see you next time on the Trials for One podcast.